Welcome to the Women in ERP podcast. I'm Abigail Alban. And I'm Steph Ball. And today we're joined by Davina Webb from Dynavics. Hi, Davina. Hi. Hi, Davina. We're going to have a chat with Davina a little bit later. She's a lead functional consultant at Dynavics um, and she's into some interesting projects. So we'll, we'll get into that shortly. But um, firstly, I haven't spoken to you in about a month, Steph. I know, How are you it's doing? Been mental, hasn't it? No, I'm good. Um, you can probably tell I'm, I'm away at the minute, but uh, yeah, it was a bit of a mental June and July hopefully is a bit more uh, on an even keel, let's hope, but although it's starting off a little bit mental again. But what about yourself? I know there's lots going on as well. It's just uh, mad. So we finally found another buyer for our house. So personal life sort of steaming ahead now. Um, the house is completely packed up. I'm actually home today. Um, and yeah and then at the same time work's going crazy busy so (laughs) I'm just not even having time to think like before this podcast I've just literally had half an hour to nip my kids to the shop to get new shoes (laughs) to come home and do this so it's just it's just non-stop at the moment but you know keeps us going doesn't it keeps us busy absolutely it's better to be too busy I always say than not busy enough but that's just me I I like a fast-paced life so this is um, episode 10 for us. So we've done a whole 10 after this. Absolutely. No, it's been good. I've had some great feedback. I think it's been across the board in terms of, you know, obviously we, we started this as women in ERP, but actually I've had it from men as well and, and just across a whole different variety of ages and stuff. It's been great. Um, so yeah, thank you listeners. Our... Keep listening. <laughs> There's more to come. Absolutely. Season two is pending. Yeah, we just need a little break. So I'm, I'm going away for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need it for my sanity, to be fair. <laughs> you keep having all the holidays and I'm having none. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm, I, I've had my fair share this year, but I have, I'll have. i be honest, it's not been all all uh, holiday, holiday. It's been a work and play. But yes, you, d- you definitely deserve your break, that's for sure. It's hard though, isn't it? And that's the, the modern day problem now is that we go on holiday, but we also take all of our gadgets. So is it ever really a rest? <laughs> I don't feel like it is. From my point of view, no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's get started then. So uh, Davina, um, it's great to have you on Women in ERP. Um, and we'd love to sort of hear from you a little bit about your background how you got into the world of ERP um, and growing up, sort of what your influences were. If you want to just take the floor and uh, tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Um, I don't know where to start. I think growing up, I wasn't necessarily into IT, like in a sort of traditional sense. Like I didn't do IT at school, didn't take IT classes, things like that. Um, But I've always been curious. So, although not a gamer, when it came to being at work, I was sort of experiment with Excel or new formulas. And, you know, you build those ridiculous formulas that are sort of a whole width of a page long. (laughs) And no one can decipher, but it does the thing it needs to do. Um, Yeah, I was guilty of a lot of that. Um, um, And yeah, so I studied as an accountant. And then I took a time out to have a family. And when I went back in, I decided to go in at sort of right at the bottom level. To sort of so to get my head around all the different roles and functionalities and stuff. So I've worked in every finance role you can think of, from purchase ledger to sales ledger, cash book, management accounting, financial accounting, like everything, everything but auditing. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants that job. 
I've dealt with auditors, no, I haven't actually, I've not worked in practice. <laughs> um, so finance was sort of always my bread and butter and what I know, but the beauty of being in finance in industry is that you also get a really good business sense of how things work, how every other function comes together and finance is sort of like the hub for it. So whenever there was an IT project, I'd get involved. So where I was working, if there was a system upgrade or a new system being put in, I'd be part of that project team. And then one place I was working when I was actually a finance manager, I was the um, SME, so the systems expert on that so sub subject matter expert for finance. And I got really involved in the project from some project management. So I think it was a great way for me to get, kind of feel like I was adding more value to the finance team. So rather than constant month ends and just regurgitating numbers from the month before, which I know it's necessary, especially in a PLC, it's got its place. But I felt helping people to actually make their jobs easier in a sort of functional role in IT was like much more valuable for me and, and sort of validating. So, yeah, I moved over into, into IT and ERP and then just from there took different projects. And um, then I did my prints too just yeah. to get that sort of validation on the project management side of things and went contracting for a while and um and then decided I wanted to work for a partner for a Microsoft partner just to have a team around me so to have like developers that I could lean on rather than working for the customer have a team in terms of development and access to other tools from Microsoft and things so yeah at the moment that's why I'm working for Dynamics and also yeah, getting to do more than one project at a time. Um, it's, although it's a juggling act, it's, um, it's a nice challenge and keeps every day different. <laughs> when you were growing up, who inspired you? Did you see many people like yourself within the IT industry, in the finance industry? Obviously, we talk about diversity in the workplace. Um, and you spoke yeah. to me previously about when you grew up, it was a predominantly white community. So where were your influences coming from? Although obviously at home life and everything, I have like obviously lots of family and things, but the school I went to um, was predominantly why, I mean, it's a Catholic private school, so it's gonna be that way. Obviously a lot of people of Irish descent and whatever. Um, and then sort of similar in, in the workplace. I'm usually either the only one or one of a few um, handful of, of other black people that I work with. But I think um, influences and inspiration just kind of came from the mentors that I've had along the way. So I've had the opportunity to work with some great managers who have um, seen that I have sort of this passion for growth and to just learn more, to sort of give me more to do. And I want to just learn extra things. So I've been able to work with people who have nurtured that in me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just want to kind of want to pass that on and encourage more people to enter into a space that they might not think is available to them. Yeah, and this is the um, community that you've become a part of recently, isn't it? It's the Women in Dynamics Initiative. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about, about that? Yes, yeah, so Women in Dynamics is in conjunction with Directions for Partners, and they've created this sort of platform um, or forum, if you like, for partners, Microsoft partners, to sign up to uh, pledge to kind of be more transparent about their numbers of how many women they have working for them and sort of the percentage of the ratio of that and to just 
come up with ideas to encourage more women to join, to make it a welcoming place and just get that conversation out there. So more people feel um, encouraged in sort of joining in into the IT, IT um, world and dynamics in particular. Have you been quite surprised at the kind of um, numbers of women that are involved or, or have you been pleasantly surprised, I guess, is the other way of looking at it? I guess pleasantly surprised because where I am at the moment at Dynamics, we're only a small team, but out of 26 or 27 employees, we've got okay. seven women. So that's actually quite good. Um, I would think for what I was used to in an IT department. Yeah. Above average. Yeah. So looking at that, it's like, oh, yeah, we do actually, which is quite nice. I mean, we're all remote, so we don't get to actually really work together properly, um, less from the same project, but um, that is quite nice. And women involved in the in the project and a lot of buy-in and lots of senior people as well and um, Microsoft that are getting involved. So it's, so it's pleasant, yeah, pleasantly surprising. It's really good. It's a really good initiative. And what kind of things do you do as, as a group of women is it you, you're planning ideas are you mentoring each other I think we spoke about and um, there's a mentorship program that that's coming out as part of it yes so um they're introducing a mentorship program in September at the moment get people to sign up and then we'll talk I think we're going to be we're going to have some training on mentorship and then be assigned sort of new people into people that have joined the business recently and just help them with their transition into dynamics world and um, just give impart advice that we've come along the way and just, just to help. And they also don't just want female um, mentors as well, because we can learn from each other, right? So they're very keen on men getting involved in this initiative as well. It's great to hear, because that's such an important piece of the puzzle as well. Because it's, it's obviously it's great, we all support one another, but we need to kind of spread the word as well. Exactly. Um, and, and really address the balance. Yeah, absolutely. So you are um, a self-taught super user. Yes. How did you transition from finance to like deciding to teach yourself ERP systems? <laughs> when did you find the time, first of all? <laughs> I've always found the time. Even when I was had like the kids, when the kids were younger, I went back and did my CCA exams to become like a chartered accountant. So I was doing that. I literally bought like the BPP textbooks and just worked my way through them. <laughs> And then went and took the exams. Like I didn't even go to classes for most of the exams. So I'm just used to doing that. Because <laughs> as I mentioned before, I've just got a passion for learning. So I, if I come across something, I think with ERP, especially with dynamics, there's always something you don't know. Does that, does that customer will throw something at you, client will throw something at you. You're like, oh, I'm not sure, but I'll come back to you tomorrow. And then you go away and you look at it. And when you're looking for that answer, you'll find like 20 other things that you think, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, we don't, we, it's, we're constantly changing, constantly updating. So it's a really exciting um, sort of thing to be learning because you're never just stagnant. So I think yeah. finding the time to just kind of do that. I mean, um, yes, I did my like, Microsoft exams for Business Central, but I just went and took the exam one day because I'm like, I should do this for a living and that's my job. I should hopefully be able to pass it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> hopefully fingers crossed uh, which yeah luckily I did um but yeah I do I do there's there's so there's a wealth of material but it's not necessarily very organized into a one succinct route so I've actually got a personal mission to help people transfer from finance into IT and I've got oh, this wow. program that I'm going to be launching with that just because I think I get inundated with 
um, requests connected and pull a project. And obviously I can't when I'm, when I'm already working and everything else. And there seems to be a shortage in the talent pool. I totally agree. So if I can encourage more people to understand that, yeah, that they can transition just to sort of encourage them and, and just acknowledge that we, consultancy doesn't necessarily require a background in IT. You can learn those skills that you need for the, but it's because it's forward facing. Mm -hmm sort of use um, IT use, so it's things that they would do in their normal day job. They use systems. You're just teaching someone else how to use a new system, the same system, you know? Lots of transferable skills, I think, between anything, whether it's finance, whether you, you work in the storefront, whether you work in the, in the warehouse, there is only transferable skills for anyone in any part of any business to then transition into IT. And I think it's really important. It gives you that credibility because you've done their job. So you, you completely understand it. You understand, you know, finance is going to heart and lungs of, of any business. So for you to understand all the intricacies and then credibly kind of consult on it, I think is really important. And I agree, particularly yeah. finance, I think um, it's, it's so important to have, you know, a strong financial consultant. So I totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'd love to support with that initiative in any way. Davina. Absolutely. That was no Thank you. Okay, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> so you're obviously very busy um, in the whole ERP sector, mentoring, promoting, you know, the industry to others. You also, um, outside of work, are helping more with sort of ethnic minorities and activities outdoors. So it's it, yeah. a group you're, are you a member of or you organise Black Girls Hike? So I'm a member of Black Girls Hike. I did um, organise another um, another organisation called Black Girls Dine. So that was kind of like a little meetup, just meet up and have a dinner and just get to mingle, get to know each other. Um, and I'm also in something called um, in a Manchester society that again is just meetups and things like that, just Manchester, black Manchester professionals. And so we'll just meet up and go bowling or to a theatre or whatever it may be, um, which is just kind of nice to sort of just to have a space where we can talk about things um, and maybe even issues that we might have or not necessarily complain, but just to feel to be in a position where in our day to day work lives, we're kind of usually the only person that we see of our colour. Um, so it's nice to get together with other professionals um, who just look like us and might have the same issues, whether that's with microaggressions or whether it's just just to kind of like, I don't know, just to feel like you're in a space where you're safe. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the Black Girls Hike is it's, it's really nice because I don't think it's um, I don't think it's seen as a common thing. Sort of hiking isn't necessarily a thing that lots of people do anyway. And then to have this group where you can just go outside in a group of women and go out into the outdoors and just enjoy it, something that might not be typically something you'd think that certain groups of people would do. It's really nice to sort of get that awareness out. And when I started with that group, it's about, I think, 2019, and we were a Manchester group, and there may be 30 of us. It's now um, UK-wide, and there are leaders all over the UK. Yeah, it's run by a woman called Rianne Fatanukan and she's like gone on to win awards and work with their grills and just been featured in like all sorts of magazines and everything. And we've, a few of us have been in like podcasts and things around it. And it's just, it's beautiful to see just that inclusion, that diversity and inclusion, that embracing also by others, encouraging us as, as a unit and just people getting out of their comfort zone and just doing something different. Yeah, and getting out into nature yeah. as well. And 
it, it's it's interesting because hiking in particular when you like i do a bit of hiking now and again um but when you go into a shop like you know i can't say any brand names but the posters are predominantly white people or white yeah. elderly people yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 nice to see that there is somebody fighting fighting for your corner there and uh, yeah and more inclusive just right. having each other's backs yeah. and just like you say spread it like it's spreading that word isn't it in terms of um know having that community how do we make the erp world more colorful i think um in general by encouraging people to join it and just reaching out um if for people like if i promote the fact that i'm doing it then other people can see well if she can do it i can do it so it's sort of being inspirational i guess which is why i'm trying to be a lot more um visual or just put myself out there and what I'm what I'm doing and what I'm trying to achieve and working with women in dynamics as well will hopefully encourage more black women to be curious or get involved um but yeah I mean for me it's about getting talent involved is it something from a young age I mean should we be going into schools and promoting um maybe the finance sector or the IT sector more to ethnic minorities do you think it's at that age or do you think it's you know, do you think it's the industry or is it education? It's hard to hard to understand where we're going wrong and how we can change that for the better. It could be culture. I think um um like with a lot of cultures, I know like when I was younger, my mum was kind of like, yeah, doctor, lawyer, accountant type thing. And so my brother's a doctor and I'm an accountant, so there you go. <laughs> was an accountant and then I was like, now the IT thing. It's like, what do you do now? Do you work with computers? <laughs> it doesn't sound doesn't quite ring to it when she talks to her friends. So I think there's a, there's a there is a thing where it's kind of like goes for those what's what are deemed to be, you know, sort of the, the top jobs or whatever that um a lot of people will aim for and not necessarily understand that how diverse and interesting the IT world is and also what the opportunities are there because I mean it's actually very well paying, you know, if you actually to go into consultancy or whatever or take it to whatever level. There are opportunities at every level here too so i think that part of the education bit as a career path it's a little bit similar like when i was doing when i was doing accounting and i obviously went to university first had i known about the aat route that you could actually start that at 16 and become fully qualified probably by the age of 20 and you know yeah. um i wouldn't i didn't know that as that was an opportunity because it's like ucas 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 go do a degree and then yeah. sort of get a job in whatever industry yeah. so I think IT is so great at that at that sort of age that I don't think it's a goal for many people unless they're into programming or you know want to make computer games or something I just don't think it's communicated well as as what what the different roles in IT could be so I completely agree I agree I think on the whole yeah we need to educate sort of younger people on what the different roles could be what the opportunities are within IT. Have you personally ever had any uh, racism working in the IT industry have you heard of that do you feel that there is an element of that in some regard or do you think it's simply just we don't have enough youngsters that are growing up and getting into this sector I think like with any other industry um that I mean in this country we are a lot more subtle when it comes to racism so there are microaggressions um in that I've come across, but I've never had anything overtly that I'm aware of. Um, and I don't think that's an IT related thing. I think that's just 
office culture or whatever you want to call it in the UK um so I, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say it's a barrier I think like I said I think the biggest barrier is as I said just the education of what the opportunities are because I don't think many people are aware that there are there's an opportunity to go very very far either that if that's either on a learning level or different kinds of roles it's not it's not all about learning some code Although there's some, there's, I'd love to learn code. I'd lo- I would love to actually just know how to do it, just for the sake of knowing. Well, there's a community. There is a community of black girls who code. I was going to say, Abby can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. I, don't have to, I actually don't have the time to go into that one. But I, I, I would just do it and then go down a rabbit hole. But um, I, have to, I have to get to a point now where I say, okay, let's just focus the learning and just keep it <laughs> in like a you know, sort of one path. Um, but yeah, I think people sort of think IT, you know, weird code and, and that's it's it. It's almost yeah. like just listening to you. It's almost like the careers coaching or, or um, stuff at school hasn't caught up. It's that traditional, because it was the same for me, yeah. doctor, lawyer, that, that kind of thing of like the safe, the safe yeah. options. Um, but but I, I had no idea when I was at school that this was even an option in terms of IT. It, it was very much kind of like almost it's what the boys do and no one really understands it. It's not. Yeah, there was no education around it at all or, or on what any of the opportunities were. Although we're talking about going to schools, I still think it's really valuable to kind of recruit people who are already in other careers into IT okay. because it's that business yeah. knowledge, yeah. that's just that sort of overall systems knowledge that, that um, is actually valuable in these types of roles anyway. Uh, and generally those kind of people won't have, they won't know that until they come exactly like you did, come across a project and they're like, oh, okay. And, and it's yeah. generally the better people as well that get handpicked as the super users or, you know, whatever they might be called. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it's kind of, it, it's quite a cool career change, you know, if you, you know, because let's be honest, you can just get plodding along and then some, you know, another opportunity comes yeah. along and actually it can be quite exciting. So I completely agree. Yeah. So yeah, you've definitely got to take those opportunities when they come, I think. And it's um, it's almost about making people aware that those opportunities are there because maybe they're, you know, doing their IT system and just thinking that's part of their finance job when they're not aware that there's a whole career that can be made out of the IT area. I, know I have a friend that works in payroll and she uses an ERP system every day and I keep saying to her, you need to, you need to transition, but she... She just sees IT as that that coding, that, that techie sort of world. It kind of goes back to people think it's IT, but actually an ERP system should be owned by the business. It's a business And system. I think yeah. it's a business system. And I think fundamentally that's where, I guess in some businesses it goes wrong, is that they just see it as IT as opposed to they own it and they could actually influence it. Yeah. Um, but it's all part of the same kind of education, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess at the moment with things moving so fast, so I think in the past, you might have had a system and had it for 20 years, something, and then we come across those sort of projects all the time, right? But now that things evolve so much, a lot of people will start to get involved in IT projects. I've worked with clients who have never in their full career ever gone through a system upgrade. Once you are involved in that, you then get to sort of see that, hang on a minute, I had a lot of input into that and I'm not even an IT person or a tech person that then they get an appreciation that it is a user a, a sort of a user-driven experience and, and something that they could start to own like I, I do encourage sort of bigger clients to have a systems accountant to take things over afterwards as a super user and someone to help um, and obviously a lot of smaller clients don't have can't afford that as a as a, as a luxury but 
that's also a nice sort of career niche to get into being a systems accountant yeah that can and you have yeah. so you've been a consultant and you've been an employed consultant now what were the differences there for you and what what made you become employed rather than self-employed we've had a few consultants on the program previously that are you know doing it on their own and it'd just be nice to understand i guess the differences for you and why why it was better to be employed yeah um i don't want to say i think it's preference so i'm not saying i would never go back to consulting again because i probably possibly could in the future um but it's it's maybe i wouldn't encourage people to do consulting first which is what i did so i sort of went from working um for companies as um in a more functional role for the company side then going to consulting for companies and I think if you're going to go into that sort of consult independent consulting side then probably join a join a partner first just for the support while you're learning um, the having that team around you people with different experience that you can just go how does this work I mean if you're working with different partners I think one of the first projects I did I was working with I think even Cooper Parry as a partner and they're like bam, bam boom cloud now um and yeah I was able to sort of ask them questions as I was learning working for the for the yeah. customer side but it's not the same as having your team there and developers who can make what solution that you can then suggest and just yeah having that wealth of knowledge at Dynavics we're all so different we're a growing team so we are like we do need more consultants and stuff but at the moment there are people who i'm like a finance specialist we've got manufacturing specialists there we've got you know people who are sort of api specialists and whatever else we've got developers who support people to get to see the whole thing every day of things that go wrong and we're all like a team that can bounce off each other so if i'm like have we ever developed this before because someone's asking for this like yeah we have or I've got an idea we can do it like that you don't have that as a independent consultant yeah, so although the money is very attractive yeah, yeah it's um, not everything no, that's that's great it's it's good being able to pull I guess that knowledge resource when you need it um and yeah as an independent you don't have that yeah. but I guess a lot of independents that we work with are quite sort of senior level so they've done that and then they go out on their exactly. own and, and they've got that yeah. knowledge bank or connections to do that as well yeah. yeah I think the other thing for me as well was working on one project possibly for a year get extended or longer um, and then with, with a when you work with a partner you have sort of more variety in your yeah. day or week because you're juggling multiple projects getting uh, getting more under your belt in a shorter shorter period of time so you're learning yeah. more constantly challenging Pros so and cons, definitely. that's another advantage yeah, it's good advice I guess to yeah. to start off be in a supportive, you know, employed environment and then branch out, you know, when you're ready to. Is there anything you want to talk about before we end it? Have we covered all bases? Um, no, I think so. Yeah. So just getting, encouraging more people, getting the word out there that it's a welcoming environment. You know, we welcome, welcome everyone. So whatever background, whatever career background as well, it's probably transferable. Um, and just, yeah, getting that knowledge out there to, as we said today, to younger people as well, just to educate people on what IT actually yes, really is. that's it. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us, Davina. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. No Thanks, problem. Davina. Okay, thank you.